This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. But another Ben Higgins mistake pointed out on Twitter. Uh, listener Josh Goral says, I reversed the Cowboys and the 49ers in there. So the 49ers have the second chance to take the number one seed. If the Eagles lost and the 49ers beat the Seahawks, they'd be the one seed. The Cowboys need both the Eagles and 49ers to lose to Who do the Niners the play? One seed. Seahawks. Seahawks. Oh, no, Three. wait. No. <laughs> Niners play the... I just had this one. Rams play the Seahawks, and the Niners play the Niners play. Take your time. I'll just keep rolling for the Cardinals, of course. It's the other. It's division games. Last weekend of the season, the last place Arizona Cardinals. So you're not probably not going to get that one seed. I'm feeling old, like Dick Vitale right now. Poor Dickie V. Yeah, poor Dickie V. Saw oh that last God. night. Oh God, he got us. He got. <laughs> I mean, he got himself. But I was, I was on Twitter, and uh, I, you guys, I sent it to, <laughs> I sent it to Ben and Paul, and I go, oh no, Dickie V. So sweet angel, Dickie V. Cancer survivor. Yeah. everyone loves Dickie He's V. He's the best, man. So he tweets last night. An important NFL matchup, Lions lead Packers 15-6 early in the fourth quarter. The Thursday night game last night. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has thrown interceptions in the red zone. The Lions' D has been super. Uh, that game was from uh, November. That <laughs> there was, was no, there it was was a, no game last it night. It was a replay. And he, you know, I mean, he's, he's, he's firmly entrenched in the world of college I mean, the basketball. Packers and the Lions are playing this week. They're they are. playing on Sunday night, not Thursday night. Correct. And so I can actually see how you would make that mistake. I do. There's Thursday night games. There isn't one. There wasn't one last night. But there has been every <laughs> there other has been week every other year. week. So Dickie V gets home from a long day of you know extolling and 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 bloviating about college basketball, goes, diaper dandies, hey, and all, all, all you know? of his favorite things. Yeah. And he turns on NFL Network, and there's a football game, <laughs> and he's just watching it, and he's like, hell yeah. <laughs> I, I heard these two were squaring <laughs> off. The game, right? So yeah. he's watching the game, and it's just. A, and you know what? Curse you, NFL Network, for replaying some dumbass game from there November. There was probably a little bug in the corner that said, like, you know, from replay. 11, 11, 22 yeah, yeah. replay or something. But you know what? If you're not paying attention or, you know, your eyesight is that of an 80 yeah. year old man, you just got it on in the background part. and you're like, oh, crap, that's another pick from Rogers. That's not good. These guys got playoff <laughs> hopes. He tweets it and he just gets, you can't drag him. He's Dickie V. And he's like, what did he, what was his follow up? Like, he said, uh, he tweeted a little bit later, he said, I was absolutely fooled <laughs> slash hysterical. I thought Lions Packers game was played tonight. Give me a turnover, baby. <laughs> It's so good. So at least he was able to delete. He deleted it. He had some fun with himself. You, you gotta laugh. You gotta laugh at yourself, man. But uh, I thought that was so so good. 
So, so very good, man. I'm, I'm glad that at least someone he figured it out. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, just like correct mid-stream. All the mentions were like, I bet it ends 15-6. <laughs> there were people like, oh my God, you guys, Jake Cronenworth just hit a double and knocked in two runs. I'm like, oh boy, don't. Dickie V gets a pass. He gets a pass. Yeah, well, the Lions won that game, and now we'll see if they can do it one more time and uh, and <laughs> knock the Packers out of the playoffs. <laughs> Poor Dickie V. All right, uh, let's get to today's Rundle Report. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rundle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rundle Report. With Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biot? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah, is at my house right now, vomiting in the bowl. Ugh. In the bowl. Poor little guy. So fun. <laughs> cool Friday I've got in store for me <laughs> when I get out of here. Yesterday you were over the bowl, now it's yeah. someone else's turn to be on the bowl. Yeah, it sucks. Poor little guy, little bub. Gentlemen, uh, a couple hours ago we were talking about Carlos Correa and the ongoing saga. With saga the is what it is. Mets that's it, that's it's what? officially officially, it's a saga. Like what the hell is happening? And uh, at the time, around seven o'clock when we talked about it, we heard there was a a mystery team. Who could yeah, it be? And the there was speculation. Well, Jim Bowden went on MLB Network Radio. I got some audio here, and he revealed who he believes is. That mystery team. Well, um, I'll tell you what I'm hearing uh, this morning is the Twins have some momentum. You're right. Uh, with the possibility of really us all once again. Yeah, they are still involved in Korea, and they've got a shot here. And I think oh, they're wow, willing wow, wow, wow. to uh, do a little bit more of a risk on the medicals than either the Giants or the Mets were in terms of years and dollars from what I'm hearing. And so uh, we'll see how this plays out. But I do think progress is being made here. I don't think this is going to go on forever, but... The Minnesota Twins are, yes, they are back in this Carlos front and center in the Carlos uh, Correa thing. So we'll see how this plays out. But, um, look, the one thing we all know about the Boris Corporation, right, they do a really good job for their clients. And if their clients al- allow the Boris Corporation to do what they do, they will get the most years and the most dollars they possibly can for the player. And there is a possibility here that the Minnesota Twins come in and just go pick out Correa right under the New York Mets' noses. It's a strong possibility. If the Mets don't move from their present position, don't be surprised if the Mary Tyler Moore statue someday has a Correa (laughs) statue next to it. Uh, there, Andy Martino. It's a famous Minneapolis landmark. I didn't know that. I'm assuming they have a statue of her near... What's their stadium? The Metrodome. No. Target Field? Target, Target Field. Field. Andy Martino uh, tweets in earlier, Mets very, frust- source. Mets very frustrated with Carlos Correa talks, now considering walking away. Oh, my God. I'm like, holy cow, dude. This is nuts. <laughs> and like, If you're the twins. So, you know, Jim Bowden said they're willing to go a little bit more on the years and a little bit more on the money. What does that even look like? And why would you? 
I'd be intrigued to see if it's not going to be ten though or eleven. No, if, no. I like mean, I think Korea, Boris. I think, I think the or hasn't that ship sailed? The ten year, eleven year deal for Carlos Correa hasn't that ship sailed? Do you have to resign yourself to the fact that you're signing a? three-year deal, and even that's maybe a little dicey for the Twins? I know you'd be asking, why would the Atlanta Braves be interested if they didn't re-sign Dansby Swanson? But that's a, obviously a great team. They don't have a, like a, a shortstop. Who though. is their shortstop? It could be Orlando Arcia. It could be Vaughn Grissom. It could be Jorge Mateo. It could be Willie What Adamas. was your reaction to Grissom's reaction, reaction of playing shortstop? They, are, they would be a formidable they, they already, already are. are. You added but Carlos you also, Correa to the line. You also stick it to the Mets, yeah. your division rival, and say, "All right, well, Alex Anthopoulos." If you're talking about he's a gotten mis- everybody else, uh, an ben, intriguing mystery team, that would be it. He's gotten everybody else for pennies on the dollar. And Might may- as well spend some coin. Maybe, maybe you can still get Correa <laughs> for pennies on the dollar right yeah, now. Somebody said they're going to sign him for eight years, twenty millions. So <laughs> <laughs> nothing would surprise me. Uh, man, but I think Saga is really the right word for this Carlos Correa offseason. It is wild. Uh, in college football, it was reported earlier in the week by ESPN and a few other outlets that the Carolina Panthers had reached out to Jim Harbaugh about possibly returning to the NFL. And uh, then yesterday, UMish Football on Twitter, they tweeted out a graphic of Coach Harbaugh in Michigan blue. Their poster said, a Michigan man through and through, and there was a quote from Jim Harbaugh. He says, I am aware of the rumors and speculation over the past few days. College and NFL teams have great interest in all our personnel, from players to coaches to staff, and I truly truly believe that is a testament to the strength of our University of Michigan football program. As I stated in December, while no one knows what the future holds, I expect that I will be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 2023. I have spoke with President Santa Ono, uh, Santa ono and Athletic Director Ward Mail and appreciate their support of me and our program. Blah, 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 blah. Well, may I add a wrinkle? That's yes, uh, 14 hours ago. There's a wrinkle to this. <laughs> Michigan and, jo- and Jim Harbaugh are under investigation from the NCAA. Sources told ESPN Rittenberg the penalty will be serious and could include multi-game suspension. So... Uh, doing some some untoward things right now, potentially in that program, he could pull the Pete Carroll and just walk away and leave Michigan to burn while he go take goes and takes a big I mean, fat would, NFL job. I mean, it would be incredibly Pete Carroll like. Think about think about Pete Carroll was a moderately successful NFL coach. Yep. Then took the job at USC, had a huge success. And then his program came under investigation and then went back to the NFL and had many years of success. Yeah, and his program got buried as he was, uh, you know, sleepless in Seattle. I I saw some of the accusations. It's that, like, recruiting during the COVID dead period. That feels more like the parking ticket of NCAA violations right now. That's that's the the tip of the iceberg from what I understand. Um, And, and, you know, listen, I mean, those rules are there for a reason, Ben. Rules are rules. This is a Notre Dame person talking about <laughs> Michigan over here. Yeah, a Michigan man would say, oh, come on. It's the parking ticket of NCAA yeah, violations. Exactly. Ben likes to defend, you know, organizations that do, like USC and Michigan now. It's fine. You know, Jim Harbaugh, is a, he's a bit of a weird dude. He is a weird A weird little dude. unpredictable. Sure. I, I mean, but there's been smoke with him going back to the NFL. One thing I've learned in... 
my 20 years plus of doing this is that really when there is smoke, there almost always is fire when it comes to rumors of coaching candidates going somewhere. They don't they don't just pop out of nowhere. There's speculation that's different. There's actual like reports of conversations with the Carolina Panthers, the Denver Broncos, you know, teams that are seriously interested in Jim Harbaugh. Now maybe he'll maybe he really is happy at Michigan. I I would probably stay. Honestly, I think uh, being at the top of the food chain in college football right now seems like a better deal than going to the NFL. Not if you're suspended, though. Not if you're suspended and your program (laughs) is about to get banged for violations. That is, in fact, well, I mean, let's be honest. That is the perfect time to walk away. I really have done all I can here, and it's time for me to go to the next level. Enjoy your sanctions and your recruiting violations that were under my nose. Got to the playoffs. Whether, whether I was guilty of it or not, or whether it was no my one staff, in the NFL cares what we did. So literally, nobody cares on the, on the next level. Isn't that wild? You can violate and get suspended, and the NFL's like, "Yeah, we'll take you." Come on, sounds in. good. You didn't, you didn't break any of our, our rules. rules. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk to whoever you want. What a business, man! What a business. Uh, and finally, a romance novelist by the name of Susan Meachin. This is, is in a little bit of hot water. Because, this is unreal. Uh, it turns out she uh, she apparently faked her death two years ago. And you can draw your own conclusions of whether or not it was to sell books or not. But uh, she's not actually dead. I was going to say, for what She purpose? didn't die. She just did to, not die. Just to get off the radar for a while? No. No, no, no. Um, she posted, well, there was a post to her Facebook page that uh, announced that she had passed away from suicide in September of 2020 after being bullied online. Yes. And uh, like an assistant, I believe it was, said, please share. Before Susan Meachin passed away, she had written her last book, Love to Life. Love to last a lifetime. She wanted to have it published by her daughter's wedding. This is it. It's on pre-order now. Uh, release date is October 30th, and then it talks about the book. And, um, you know, she had a f- huge following of fans Sold a lot of books. on her Facebook page. And then she wrote two years later, almost, uh, this week on her Facebook page, Susan Meachin. I debated on how to do this a million times and Mm. still not sure if it's right or not. There's going to be tons of questions and a lot of people leaving the group, I'd guess. But my family did what they thought was best for me, and I can't fault them for it. I almost died again at my own hand, and they had to go through all that hell again. Returning to the war doesn't mean much, but I am in a good place now, and I'm hoping to write again. Let the fun begin. So she faked it, or she just wasn't successful? That's what I don't understand. Sounds like she may have attempted Tried. suicide, didn't die, but didn't correct anybody when... I mean, he, what I'm curious about, so does dying make your content more desirable? Is that it, what... Well, I mean, seemingly, yeah, it happens every time somebody passes away. The You'll see it, and it's, it's almost... It feels a little bit icky. Uh, when someone dies, um, I don't want to call out anybody that's actually still alive. So, like, Sean Connery died, right? Yes. Okay, so Sean Connery's dead. The day Sean Connery died, you'll flip on HBO and see, like, a bunch of Sean Connery movies. You'll go if... A, if Kobe but, Bryant's shoe sales went yeah, through, through the, roof. the roof. Scott Weiland died. STP's catalog gets reissued and, and everything else. It just... It's a little bit gross. He actually, Scott actually said in a song of his, sell more records when I'm dead. 
And I it always stuck with me. And I went, wow, yeah, that's that's probably true. Um, so, yeah, I think you it, it does. It does become more desirable. Sadly, Woods did not make did it not. through his colonoscopy. <laughs> and we've lost him, but we will never forget Stephen Woods. Please listen to Ben and Paul and support... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know that our it works for I don't our I don't woodless know version of the show. I don't know that it works for radio. <laughs> it does. It's not like our podcasts are going to go through the roof. All our old shows. People are wanting to hear me do bits. <laughs> Best of, stuff. of Woods. Best of Woods week, next week <laughs> in honor of Stephen Woods. That's fine. I'll take the week off and then come back to life. Have you guys ever week? thought about faking your own death? I've not thought about no. faking no. my own death. You always hear like uh, Tupac. The rumor was Tupac did just to get away, and there's sightings of Tupac. Elvis. Elvis. Jim Morrison was another one. Uh, was under some legal fire. Uh, back in the states, he was in Paris. So many said he he fully would was the type to do that. And of course, there's always it pops up. You're like, ooh, is that Elvis? Is that Jim Morrison? It's not. They actually passed away. But uh, Olivia Newton John's husband did it. He, he successfully he was successful at it. He successfully faked his, successfully faked faked his, his death. Correct. Not that successful if you know about it. Well, it was, he got caught like four years after okay. it happened or something. But he did it for like four years. What was the purpose of him doing it? I don't know. I think he the wanted out. The pressure of being Olivia Newton-John's husband. Potentially. Hmm. Potentially. Yeah. I don't think about it. I miss my kids too much. I don't think I could do it. And my wife, of course. Well, you could take them with you. You could just fake the entire family. Where how am I going to eat? <laughs> we'll start a GoFundMe for you. I mean, it wouldn't wouldn't be bad to get off the radar, but you don't have to do it that way. You just leave. <laughs> like, hey, I want a divorce. I'm just going to yeah, move I into think my you're boat. Overestimating how much people will actually care about yeah. following you if you just disappeared. I don't know where exactly. I went. He's exactly gone. Right. Exactly. Uh, oh well. Well, I know I Ben. Would, I know Ben would care. Aware. Yeah, hundred percent. No, I'd miss you. I really would for like two days. That was our Rindle report. Thank you, Paulie. Good you're work welcome. as always. Uh, we'll come back. What do we have left? More content. More content for sure. Yeah, more um, content. Next. Clubs of the week. I just saw a piece. We talked about it a little bit earlier that a lot of people thought Trevor Bauer being released today by the Dodgers was a foregone conclusion. Is it Apparently not? It's not. Oh, they may be considering keeping him around for Ooh. one more season and putting him back in the rotation. Well, how would you react to that? Talk about that coming up next after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan.
I'll start by saying that, that Jim Bowden has tweeted a couple hours ago that the Dodgers are expected to release Trevor Bauer today. They had a, what whatever the window was, two weeks after the arbitrator ruled the suspension was over, to either add him back to the 40-man roster, trade him, or release him. So today is the day. I can't see a trade happening. Nor can I. No one's going to give up both no. prospects and, and then have and, to pay yeah. the salary of Trevor Bauer. $22.5 so, yeah. something so like that. So eliminate that. So it's, it's either back on the 40-man roster or release him today. Uh, Jim Bowden says release him. There was a piece in the Wall Street Journal, though, that said that the Dodgers are concerned about the idea of basically paying Trevor Bauer to pitch against them now, you know, depending on who might pick him up if he gets released. And then he could sign for the minimum, still make his big money from the Dodgers, and who knows, uh, you know, pitch for another team. Now, I don't expect the Padres to go after him. I, I mean, if I was a Dodgers fan... That might be in the back of my mind as a concern that the Padres are looking for one more starter and that guy could be had for nothing and we'd be paying his salary and he could still be a a Cy Young caliber type pitcher that all of a sudden is now facing us multiple times per per season and in the postseason. It's a, a hypothetically unappealing you know, possibility, I guess, if you were a Dodger fan. For a Dodger fan, fan right? yeah, absolutely. Yes. And and really, if you're a Padre fan as well, I don't, it's, it's not a not a circus you're you're comfortable welcoming, I don't think. But so. apparently it's something that the Dodgers are at least somewhat cognizant of as they make this decision on Trevor Bauer well, today. The big question is, will he pitch again in the big leagues? It's funny, because I could make the quick snap judgment and say no. No, I, I don't too, think he's but I, ever I, going to pitch again. Nothing about professional sports surprises me anymore. Yet, there's been very few players who have ever not gotten to pitch again. I think one of the reasons why my indication right now is no is that there's been no contrition. There's been no attempts at rehabbing you know, an image. It's been nothing but... Essentially, countersuit and you know, yeah. countersuits and, and denials, and nothing that has said that he has learned anything from this right. experience. Yeah, don't forget that's the third woman, too, that has, has brought up charges against him. So, uh, you know, listen, people are going to flip out, and, and 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 I've seen a lot of Bauer defense, and I've seen a lot of Bauer, you know, anti Bauer as well. So, um, I my you know, baseline is I don't want him on our team. Um, if he ends up going somewhere else, then that's that team's business, and that's their fan base is going to have to learn how to cope with that. I don't, I don't necessarily uh, agree with it, but I, I mean, gar- I guarantee you, the Dodgers have done lots of due diligence in you know what they have at least tried to determine what has really happened in Trevor Bauer's you know private life, what what he says, what other people have said. If there was a chance they truly believed him, like a hundred percent. Like, he has been railroaded through this whole thing, been giant set up, and he really has done nothing wrong as he tries to contend. They could probably make that argument and keep him around as a great pitcher in the rotation. The fact that there seems to be very little chance that they're going to do it tells you that the Dodgers don't really believe his story. I mean, you know, again, we're we're saying this at 10.01 when we walk out the door, they could say he's coming back. They really could. We have no idea. Um, And if they do... 
you know, I, I, that's, that's, that's their, that's their circus. You know, that's their, their, they're going to have to be the ones that deal with the fallout from it. Um, if there's any, you know, and, and I'm sure there will be from a, a certain part of their fan base. And I'm sure there's a certain part of their fan base that doesn't care. Well, l- let's back. say any team that employs Trevor Bauer this year. Yeah. Any will probably team. face a, you know, an ongoing blockade of like protests. Sure. As they go to any road ballpark, and maybe even in their home ballpark, on Daisy starts negative stories and potential blowback in their own clubhouse, club chemistry. Uh, we saw that the Dodgers players did not stand by Trevor Bauer no, at all. Nobody did in, in the aftermath of this. It makes it very hard to try to reintegrate him into that locker room. You know, when you say you can't remember, I can remember a guy that that uh, Sam Dyson. Do you remember that name, Sam Dyson? Yeah, was vaguely. A closer for the Giants. Yeah. For a while, and uh, he was accused of and, and of some very, very disturbing behavior with his uh, ex fiance, I believe at the time. And he's never pitched again, man. He is he is hiding under a rock somewhere. And you know, I've read kind of the stories on him and and what he was alleged to have done, and it's pretty disturbing: killing pets and things like that, choking and really, really nasty kind of things, uh, domestic abuse. And uh, Sam's never pitched again. And, you know, whether you think that that's the right thing or the wrong thing, that's not for me to decide. Uh, but it, it, he could have to go crawl under a rock as well if nobody signs him. He can't go pitch in another country. Um, there's, you know, there's always – it feels like there's always going to be there's, – there's been guy. Osuna is another guy. You know, remember Roberto Osuna? We still don't even really know the details of what he did. Uh, but all we know is it was pretty severe, and he's pitching in Mexico right now. Um, that's another name that you're, you'll hear from time to time floated as a guy who still has really good stuff and a team could really use him, but nobody's jumped at that opportunity. I mean, if you were, let's say you were a team in need of pitching and Trevor Bauer was released today, right? could you come out and say, all right, we're, we're adding Trevor, we're signing Trevor Bauer. He, we are under a zero tolerance policy. We expect nothing but the absolute, you know, perfection in behavior while he's on our team any mistake anything like that he's gone but as long as as long as he's willing to make an effort we're willing to give him a chance to show us who he really is this season could you make that argument i, I don't think so as a team i just don't i'm, I'm just throwing it out there as a hypothetical i, I, I just don't think he can. i mean I, I just put myself in, in all, all i could talk about are the padres right i don't i don't i don't see that as a fit um i can't even imagine the blowback that the the organization would get um and I, I just don't. I, I don't think that's something that you even entertain. I mean, you know, it, the the first place my mind goes. That's saying is, something because just from a baseball perspective. Oh yeah, from a baseball Trevor perspective, Bauer he can help your team. Pretty much exactly what the Padres and a lot of teams yeah, could need. I agree in that starting rotation. I mean, you, you think about what's what's baseball Siberia, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. You know, he's pitched in Cincinnati before. Yeah, uh, Rafael tweets, and the Astros did give Osuna a chance after his suspension. They did. It was for, wasn't it for like half a season? And then he's gone. He, I think it was his contract expired, and he's he's gone. He's pitching in, in, in Mexico right now. So, um, yeah, I, I, what I meant, Rafael, was since then, you know, no one's given him a shot. Uh, because I, I don't know. I don't know if more details came out. That's the thing is you never really know the full story. So, um I just don't know of a team, Ben, that that will say like if the Pirates came out and said we've signed Trevor Bauer to a, you know he's we we picked him up in a tray or however it would work. But to me, it feels like a team that 
you know, is not going anywhere either way would be the least likely team to sign. Why That's would you want? I, the, why would you? Why want would that? you want the headache? Right. If it wasn't the potential thing that puts you, over, puts the you top over the top to either make the playoffs or win the World Series, that would be the only reason why you'd even have the discussion. Well, I mean, we don't like anything about them, but honestly, if we signed them, we're probably the World Series champions. You at least have that discussion maybe behind closed doors at some point. But if you're the Pittsburgh Pirates, you're you go from a 65 win team to a, a 70 win team. team. It's, not worth it's not worth it for the PR hit you're going to take. Not no, even close. I don't think so either. Uh, we'll see what happens. What's the deadline? Five p.m. Know. or something? Time wise, it's okay. today at some point. All right, all right. So we will wrap it up. Good first week. Uh, we got our first flubs of the year coming up as well. It's all ahead. Some newbies in there. Uh, it's Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven through the fan. coach of the Bengals is a little unhappy with the NFL's solution for how to handle the, the now missed canceled game. Um, reading the tweet here from who was it? Albert Breer, I believe, um, said that one thing the Bengals did control going into Monday night that they now don't, the number two seat. So had the Bengals won their last two games against the, uh, the Bills on Monday night football, and then one again this week, they could have locked up the number two seed in the conference, which, while doesn't give you home field advantage, would give you a second home playoff game in the divisional round. You'd play the seven seed in the first round, and then if you won that one, you'd get another home game. Now they could win their final game but still end up as the third seed and have to go on the road potentially to like Buffalo. Is he upset about it? Game. Apparently he is not Ooh, all that happy about that's it. That's tough. You're in a tough, tough spot You there. are, yeah. The you quote, it's like time and place kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, the quote here is, what's in front of us is to win this weekend. From what I'm concerned, we just want the rules to be followed. Bengals not happy, NFL changing the rules and not going by winning percentage. It's black and white. It's in the rule book. Um, we've been fined several times this year and told we broke the rules. We just want rules followed. We have to turn our focus to control what we can control. A little bit salty, given the great sentiments and feelings of everything else that's going on right now, and pretty much. The I told comp- you, but yeah. I told you. What is the what is the pervasive attitude in the NFL? The show must go on. Football must continue. The money machine must turn. I, 
you know, the the sentiments are lovely, and the the highlighting the three on the field and the patches, it's all lovely. To, dude. To but be, what it comes down to is 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 you know, the, people are going to look out for their best interests. To and be that's fair, what he's doing. and no one really cared because of what happened on Monday night. But if you'll remember. The Bengals went down, scored a touchdown, yeah. held the Bills to a field goal, and then were driving again down Correct. the field. T. Higgins had just completed, and they were, they were around midfield and moving toward perhaps another touchdown and a 14-3 lead over the Bills on Monday Night Football. They were probably feeling pretty good about their chances. All of a sudden, they don't get the win there. They no longer control their destiny for the number 2 seed. Um, so in in many ways, the Bengals, at least competitively, are getting kind of the short end of the stick with everything that happened. Is there a better solution? They, Probably not. They are, but the you have to like it's such a it's something that it, it's just never happened. It's unprecedented, Ben. So you got to roll. You kind of got to roll with it if you're Zach Taylor. And there's one way to 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 not worry about it. It's just to go out and win football games. And that that I think you think he's going to catch any blowback for this. I'm not ready to roast, you know, rake him over the coals I'm not or either. anything. It's been a stressful week. It's been for a everybody. rough week, sure. And that's what he's saying too. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what we had to do: is go out and win football games, and then they took away our chance to do that, and now we no longer have that opportunity anymore. I don't know. It's it's a tough one. It's it's a tough call. I'm going to just say it's okay to be a little frustrated sure. with how things played out. No one's saying that he doesn't care about. You know, Demar Hamlin, or necessarily there was a better option, but yeah, the Bengals kind of got the short end of the stick, as I said, in in what's going on here. So it's just a no game. It's just a just a non just a non game. Yeah, there's no way they could have made it up. Well, and then the, but there's I mean, all, but you said you want to go and play a game on Wednesday and then play another one on a right, playoff right, game right, on right. Sunday this week. Exactly. No like, one's going to say yes of, to that, of course. And this, and you know, and he's got to know that he's got to know that if the NFL. He would have bitched if they just made him make it up too. And and but you know you saying well they scored a touchdown then they held him to a field goal then they were on their way to scoring another one. But I think you there's can't, no way to prognosticate. You can't just say win. well we were ahead at the time we were so win. we win. Right. You can't you can't say that. Game called on account of darkness. You guys win. <laughs> uh, you know it's not the adult league baseball. So look man I, I think Zach this is one of those those instances where you maybe you can say it to your misses. I don't think you can say it to the media, right? You <laughs> should yeah, a little bit. Right? Like, ah, I feel like we're getting screwed here, babe. But you know, you get on. And it just makes you, it comes off as a little, a touch insensitive. Yes, I mean, yeah, a little. Given bit. the timing, it's almost like he was waiting for Demar to wake up, and he's like, "By the way, we are getting absolutely jobbed here, <laughs> Cincinnati." Getting now it looks like he's going to be okay. Here's we're how screwed. I really feel. Yeah, this is how I really feel. I think it's. You know, like I said, stressful week for everybody. Everyone, there's a lot of moving pieces for the NFL. Uh, far be it for me to defend the NFL, but there's a lot of things that they're trying to figure out on the fly as they go. So um, I, I give everybody a pass. But listen, just go out and win your football games, man, and and let the chips fall where they may. That should be the message from Zach Taylor. All right, get you ready for the weekend. Some flubs coming up. First, one more check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. As I mentioned earlier, got a doubleheader for you tomorrow. NFL football, both here on 97.3 The Fan and on Channel 10. Chiefs against the Raiders and then Jaguars-Titans uh, starting at 1 o'clock tomorrow, uh, both with playoff implications. Tomorrow, uh, college basketball, the San Diego State Aztecs, after uh, not playing at all this week, will visit the Wyoming Cowboys. And my guess would be if the Aztecs won, they'd be back in the top 25. They were just two spots out of it and... 
A few teams have lost this week, including number 24, Ohio State, uh, who the Aztecs beat in Maui earlier this year. They lost number one, Purdue, in a very close game. Not normally the kind of loss that would hurt you that badly, but the fact that San Diego State already has a win over Ohio State, if they can improve to 3-0 and with a a 7,000-foot altitude road win at Wyoming, um, I guess is they get back into the top 25 this week. That's always been one of the tougher games for San tough, Diego State, though, on the road. Tough to play, man. Yep. Lot, tough travel, long way to get there, January, cold, sucked, unpleasant. Have you been to Wyoming? Oh, yeah. Oh, you have. I had it as a territory. Like all over Wyoming? All over. All Laramie? Over. Yep. Cheyenne? Yep. Yellowstone been, National Park. Yeah, I've been kind of around, around it, it, the yeah. outskirts. Um, the you fly into Denver and then do the drive up to. to yeah, that's what the Aztecs usually do as well. It's, it's an easy drive, but you get you cross over that state line. You go through like, Fort Boom. Collins up there, yeah. and then yeah, head into Wyoming. It's not my more, through the mountain pass and up to Cheyenne. You want to have me. you want to have a good three or four days. Go to the Wyoming Hospital Association annual convention. You just drink yourself to a still every night at Outback. Like doctors and wearing Nurses cowboy hats, and it's. <laughs> it was, I don't miss it. Uh, this is much better. By the way. I'm going to be off work in 12 minutes for the day, uh, in San Diego. So it's it's not the worst thing ever, but yeah, not the greatest place to go play. The building too is pretty tough for them. Yes, the yeah. the very blandly named Arena Auditorium, so good. home of the Wyoming Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, we laugh at some of the dumb sponsor names they get for arenas. I mean, what's Viejas? People probably wonder when they come to San Diego. But just calling your place arena, arena slash auditorium is as blind as Do they not have a get. sponsor? No, they, they not nothing. want one. It's just the arena auditorium <laughs> at Wyoming. John's Towing <laughs> Arena. Man, yeah, it's a tough place. It's a tough play. And then Sunday, uh, full schedule of the NFL games. And then when we come back on Monday morning, it'll be college football playoff championship Monday from SoFi Stadium, Georgia Bulldogs, TCU Horned Frogs. Got uh, a couple of members of the 97.3. Divided loyalties. Well, we've got that. You know, they're not going to be at work. You know, Braden is a TCU guy, and he's going up to that game, and of course, Adam Klug, our, our fearless leader, he'll be heading up to that game. I don't totally understand all of his... Braden here, I don't totally understand all of his loyalties. He's got a lot of teams. Did he go to all these schools? Well, I went to like six schools. I know you did. That's true. So I can root for a multitude But we of know teams. that Adam Klug is Georgia Bulldog through and through. Yeah, he is a Georgia Bulldog. Uh, they Braden, don't even, Braden went to TCU. Yeah, he went to TCU. He did actually yeah. go to TCU. Yeah. Okay. They don't have a bet, though, which I found weird. Hmm. What would be the bet? I'd make Adam if I beat Adam. I'd make him come to work for me. I mean, if it was me, if it was San Diego State versus Georgia, Georgia, I would be like, "All right, if you win, you have to come in early. You come and in run and the run the show. Yeah, I get the morning off to sleep in. It's <laughs> exactly right. And, then, and if I win, I get to run the station for a week. <laughs> so will they be at work on Tuesday? You wonder. Or what, after the morning, you get to get back late, late. You got to drive to L.A. Early. Yeah, you, you tailgate and party. Work at ten. He can That's make true. it. Adam's it's rarely not like our show. Adam's rarely here <laughs> in the like office. A, he works from work home. From a lot. home and yeah. Braden will be here at ten, like usual. The That'll old work from home. Yeah, yeah. All, All right. right, last thing of the week. Uh, let's do some flubs. We got some new ones as well to kick off twenty twenty three. 
fill your head with doing What is a head? One of the great press conference questions. What is a press conference? Uh, how's Fernando Tatis Jr. How is Fernando Tatis Jr. doing? Easy for me to say. Do two A. But abdomen, abdomen. What is it now? Abdomen problem. What he's been able to do so far, tempering enthusiasm, enthusiasm. Because he pushes them even further over the CBT lever, so they they can't sign him to CBT lever. It's opening day. There's Brett and Woods fly from Happy Does. Brett and Woods. Last lamp three. 50. The what? Fifth Avenue, the gap lamp. <laughs> a little police investigation here mm-hmm. in Dallas. Well, man, consequences have action. <laughs> yeah, the Lincoln <laughs> Showcase offers you a private online showing with a get diet. Ooh, take yeah. on <laughs> Long's laster, kill me. A uh, surprise Norm McDonald, Norm McDonald stand-up special. Who's Norm McDonald? <laughs> Do some birthday shout-outs here on Ben and Wood. Ben and Woods. He came in and, and steered the ship pretty admirably. Admirably, there it is. Good work, Good work, Good work words. And they will be giving them to tomorrow to the third, first, first thirty-five thousand oh, fans. All right. They have the best record. The President's Trophy. Trophy. The what best record. Trophy? Oh, I'm having trouble here. And if the ball's jumping out of pet cart, pet part, petco, bring him up. Oh God! All right, bring me up. It's fine. So <laughs> good news. It's coming up right what after. What is the, good news? It's right there in Chula Vista, off the five freeway. Where is Chula Vista? Your road, ro- your road warrior Padres. Restrictions apply. Internet, internet. Oh. Wow! Putting <laughs> all signs, no spin, and no agendas. Go to New Nation. Go to News Nation now. You ready for this trade, Doug? Trade. Very flustered. Sit down at a California-style blackjack table, pay, table or play ooh, some play some Texas Hold'em poker. Book a solar battery installation. Book a solar what is battery installation. <laughs> Tatis has paid the big bucks to be our shard. Damn it! <laughs> I have done it again. I haven't heard much. The the organization Bob Meller, Bob Melvin. Who is Bob Meller? Bob- <laughs> <laughs> because Penske Lincoln's dong days of summer whoa, sales event whoa. is on right now. With Benny and call a public sour, public safety power shutoff. The meteorologist at SDNG. The up show is starting in four minutes. Do sure waters behind the dick, the dish, and of course <laughs> San Diego State taking on number fourteen Utah on Utah. Bring it. All right, we'll play this audio for oh, you. Oh, guys. Gnarly. Guys, it's gnarly. Out of St. Louis, California. First hour of Ben and Woods. Glad to have you with, you, uh, with us on Wednesday morning. Glad to have you with there, you. There, wherever we are. And both times, Austin Nolan drove in the one run. Who is Austin Nolan? Browns, Bengals, Bravens, three Bravens. two teams in that division. Ballast Point Beer, the official craft beer of the San Diego Padres, at Ballast Point in Little India. He's not 35. But he will be before the contract is done. What is a contract? Holiday season is almost here. 30 days, half September. September. And that is do and do do this what? for a Wednesday. Don't. 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 Better Woods, back after a check of traffic on 97.3 FAM. That's all, folks. A Today edition. <laughs> don't do this. 97.3 fan. And that is do and do do this what? for a Wednesday. Don't. 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 One more time. And that is do and do do this Why for a Wednesday. Don't. 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 He just plows through. <laughs> because some people say don't that way. You always correct yourself. If I was from like Norway, I'd probably don't. say don't. Don't. And that is don't. Do this. And do do this what? for a Wednesday. Don't. 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 Do this. Don't. Do this. Oh. What are you boys doing this weekend? 
media game at the Soccers, baby. Media game Sunday at the Soccers, baby, Sunday night. I got Seals tomorrow night. Hmm. Maybe I'll come to the Seals game Come on out, night. dude. Who it's going to be fun. Saturday night, we're going to rage. Although, uh, Shelly might be cooking. That will be fun. You love when Shelly cooks. Do. Yeah. Getting uh, a haircut today. Getting a hair, I wasn't sure. I didn't haircut. make any golf plans. I didn't know if the courses would be too waterlogged from all the rain, but get out to the goat at some point. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Watch some football. Watch some college basketball. You know, and then come back on Monday ready to do it all over again at 6 a.m. That'll do it for us. For Paul Rindle, our executive producer. For Stephen Woods, I'm Ben Higgins. Coach Brayden coming up next as we wrap up the week. We'll talk to you Monday morning. Have a great weekend. From all of us here at San Diego's number one sports station, we are 97.3 Fan.